The Clean Power Hour is brought to you by CPS America, the maker of North America's number one three-phase string inverter. With over six gigawatts shipped in the U.S., the CPS America product lineup includes three-phase string inverters ranging from 25 to 275 kW. Their flagship inverter, the CPS 250-275, is designed to work with solar plants ranging from 2 megawatts to 2 gigawatts. The 250-275 pairs well with CPS America's exceptional data communication, controls, and energy storage solutions. Go to chintpowersystems.com to find out more. We looked at the PV industry. We started with PV and now we're also doing storage and we're like, okay, this is poised to be a $300 billion global industry, which it is. But the way procurement is done is it's, it's like it's back in the dark ages or at least like back in the 80s, right? Like I think early 80s, my parents, they wanted to buy a plane ticket from San Diego to New York. What they do, they got on the phone and they called each airline one at a time, had a pencil and paper, asked them, what flights do you have? How much do they cost? which ones are direct, which ones are indirect. And they went through that list and eventually they'd be like, all right, I need to buy something. By the time they went back to buy, that airline ticket may or may not be there. And that's how procurement's being done today. There are 40 companies on the Bloomberg tier one list for solar modules and transactions and information is being exchanged through phone calls and emails. And it's incredibly inefficient. And so what ANZA does is it's it's not like Kayak because it's not a consumer product, but it's, it's that type of experience where you can come into the platform, you can see over 90% of the U.S. supply and compare the products based on price, but also we have technology that allows you to compare the products on total value. Are you speeding the energy transition? Here at the Clean Power Hour, our hosts Tim Montague and John Weaver bring you the best in solar, batteries, and clean technologies every week. Want to go deeper into decarbonization? We do too. We're here to help you understand and command the commercial, residential, and utility solar, wind, and storage industries. So let's get to it. Together, we can speed the energy transition. We're here at RE Plus with a new friend, <laughs> Mike Hall, the CEO of ANZA. I will say formerly known as Borrego, but they're separate companies. Yep. So we're going to get to know Mike a little bit, get a little bit of your backstory. You became quite well known in the solar world as the owner-operator of Borrego, a large EPC, and and, the, and would love to give our listeners a little background on the company because you, sure. you have a long history. and yeah. uh, But things have changed dramatically in the recent past, so we're also going to get into that. So for our listeners, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into clean energy, and then we'll dive into your story at Borrego and now Anza. Yeah, happy to. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I started in solar in 2002 when my brother, I, and another co-founder named Chris Anderson started Borrego Solar. So back then, U.S. solar industry was one megawatt per year in annual install. So we're over 30 gigawatts now. Yeah, my first, uh, we're here at RE Plus, my first um, solar conference. It wasn't called RE Plus back then. Right. Um, it was about 250 people was the conference size. The Clean Power Hour is brought to you by Dina Watts. If you're a solar PV asset manager or performance engineer, you need better data and better business intelligence. With Dina Watts digital twin benchmarking technology, you get more accurate, efficient, and faster performance measurement results. The fourth generation Dino recently completed a technical review by DNV. You can download the report at dinawatts.com. 
That's D-E-N-O-W-A-T-T-S dot com. Now back to the show. If yeah. You heard that right. One megawatt a year, the market 20 years ago, right? Yeah. Tiny market. That's right. And uh, now, of course, we're, we're still at the bottom of the S-curve, but we're starting to go vertical. We're going to do maybe 30 gigawatts yep. a year in the United States. And in some places, they're doing many more. China's doing, I think, over 100 gigawatts, right. which is insane. But um, so things have changed. Things have changed a lot. Yeah. The conference, this conference we're at is 20,000 plus people. Yeah. When we, when I went to my first one, it was more like 250, 300. So it's been a lot of fun to be on this industry roller coaster ride, but it's a roller coaster that's just, you know, kept going up and to the right. Yeah. Over time. In 2002 though, how on earth did you decide to get into the solar industry? Uh, yeah, it's a funny story. So um, I'm a chemical engineer by training, and I worked uh, for two years in the semiconductor industry and lost my job during the downturn. And meanwhile, my brother, who had actually just graduated from college, he's my family were all entrepreneurs. He had written this business plan for a class in college to do, um, back then it was actually commercial solar PPAs because the um, Cal- the state of California was just starting to create incentives to encourage people to do grid-connected solar. There was no grid-connected solar until it just started to pop up back in 2002. And so I had this time. My brother had soft-started this company by doing, like, my dad's house and my uncle's house and a cousin's house, two and a half kilowatts at a time. And I just got hooked. And so we launched this business. It was a garage business. We got $40,000 from my parents, and that was the Borrego origin story. And then over 20 years, we really did almost everything there is to do in downstream solar and storage. We did build an EPC, as you said, but we also were one of the early developers in what became the community solar market. We built a very successful development business, yep. which we sold last year. You're talking about these changes. We sold that. We spun off and sold that. Um, all that's the, New Leaf? That's now New Leaf Energy. So yeah. New Leaf Energy came out of Borrego, and that right. was Borrego's development business. Right. And then this new business, Anza, which we launched and just spun out in May, um, that now I'm working on full time and really excited about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, so that you were a Resi solar installer, then you grew into commercial. That's right. That's right. Then you became a developer, and so you then you then you had a kind of you were vertically integrated for a little while, right? Development and that's exactly right. That's EPC. Exactly right. That's exactly right. Then you spun off the EPC. We didn't spin off the EPC. Or it was just a division. Yeah, we what we did, and this is this gets into uh, you know the management and leadership history of the company. But in 2020, we um, we had this transformation that we called the Gigawatt Revolution, which was we wanted to be able to have Gigawatt impact in everything we were doing. And so one of the things that we did to enable that was we split this kind of big vertically integrated business into three different business lines each with their own business leader, each with their own team, each with their own profit and loss statement, each with their own sets of goals. And so that created like a mini conglomerate, which had positives and negatives to it, if mm-hmm. I'm being real. But one of the positives is it did allow the development business to really grow and flourish. And I think that's um, that's really why New Leaf is so successful today. It also allowed us to do creative things like launch this ANZA business, which is really about bringing data and technology to procurement. Um, and so, yeah, things things changed a lot in 2020 when we kind of disaggregated the company and said, you know what, we're actually doing, we're not just one business, we are a Greenfield developer, we are an EPC, and then 
I don't, I don't want to forget to talk about O&M. We, uh, Borrego has an operation and maintenance business that's 10 years old that is still thriving mm-hmm. and growing, servicing uh, both utility scale and large DG projects. Um, they, they service over 1,000 systems and operate a little over one and a half gigawatt of plants. Yeah. And so now there's really, well, there's three companies still. There's Anza, which we're going to talk more about. Yeah. There's Borrego or Borrego O&M. Because the EPC side of Borrego is now scaling down. They're, yeah, they're, we're not taking any new contracts. We're just finishing the contracts we have. Yeah. But the, the O&M company is going to continue. The O&M company is continue. It's growing. They're taking new contracts, signing new customers. They're scaling. They're investing in their own technology. They're doing a lot of exciting things. Yeah. yeah. And then there's New Leaf. And do you have a role in all three companies still, or what is your role? Yeah, it's an interesting question. So, um I am the CEO of Anza, so that is my day job and my more than full-time job. Um, and then I am still a board member of Borrego and still give advice and meet with um, the CEO of Borrego and the gentleman, Mikael Bachman, who runs the O&M business. Um, I have no formal role with New Leaf other than they're very good friends, and I, I talk to them often, but I have no formal role. So, yeah, I mean, I'm... That's, that's kind of the lay of the land for me. But I'm spending my days thinking about ANZA and how we can revolutionize procurement for the okay. solar and storage industry. And that seems like a big shift to me. But let's set the table a little bit with ANZA. Are you taking on the green techs and Baywas of the world directly? No, or what that's exactly not really are you what doing? we're doing. No, so what ANZA is, is it's, it's a platform to allow large-scale buyers of solar and storage to increase their project profits by optimizing procurement. And so we're not a distributor, we're not a middleman. We've done some brokerage, but we're actually moving out of brokerage. Really what we are is we are a provider of data, technology, and services to help buyers get to better procurement outcomes. Like I think a metaphor is kind of the easiest way to think about what we do. So we looked, this is back in 2020, 2021, we were thinking about ANZA. We looked at the PV industry we started with PV, and now we're also doing storage. And we're like, okay, this is poised to be a $300 billion global industry, which it is. But the way procurement is done is it's, it's like it's back in the dark ages or at least like back in the 80s, right? Like I think early 80s, my parents, they wanted to buy a plane ticket from San Diego to New York. What they do, they got on the phone and they called each airline one at a time, had a pencil and paper, asked them what flights do you have, how much do they cost, which ones are direct, which ones are indirect. And they went through that list. And eventually they'd be like, all right, I need to buy something. By the time they went back to buy, that airline ticket may or may not be there. And that's how procurement's being done today. There are 40 companies on the Bloomberg Tier 1 list for solar modules. And transactions and information is being exchanged through phone calls and emails. And it's incredibly inefficient. And so what ANZA does is it's, it's not like Kayak because it's not a consumer product. But it's, it's that type of experience where you can come into the platform. You can see over 90% of the U.S. supply and compare the products based on price, but also we have technology that allows you to compare the products on total value. So we have this metric called effective dollar per watt that allows buyers to compare the products not just based on how much they cost, but also how much energy they produce and the value of that energy, and also differences in installation costs because we come from being an EPC. So we can give you as a buyer like, okay, this module is a larger form factor, there are fewer pieces, so it's going to be materially cheaper to install. This module sits on the next tracker differently. It's cheaper to install. And sometimes on these big projects, there's millions of dollars in installation cost differences. 
that the procurement people doing hard work to run these processes, they can't see that. So we enable them to see that so that they can ultimately make optimal decisions and, yeah. and increase project profits. Yeah. So you're you're making the buying process much more sophisticated, it sounds like. Exactly. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. And and so it it's a software as a service platform that you subscribe to? They yeah, so typically right now customers are working with us where they effectively subscribe or engage with us on a per project basis. We're okay. also we're also willing to talk about, you know, whole corporate wide um, engagements. But generally, yeah, a customer will be in the early stages of their procurement. We'll show them what we can do. They'll get really interested, understand that we could save them, depending on scale, hundreds of thousands or millions, or for utility scale, sometimes it's tens of millions. They'll contract with us, and we'll use our te data and technology, but also people. We're 35 people working full-time on procurement yeah. to optimize that process. Yeah. And then are you at all integrating information from companies like Clean Energy Associates or Sinovoltaics? So we're not, the platform itself doesn't integrate, but it's very often that our customers do work with companies like uh, CEA or STS or PVEL, and we'll facilitate that. But we are not competing with those companies. We are not an in-factory QA, QC um, service provider. We don't have a lab like PVEL does. Um, so those companies are really important, and we will we have like best practices that will encourage our customers to put into their contracts and potentially scopes of services to use from those companies, but that's that's not really our domain. What we're trying to do is aggregate all the data around who has what products available at what price and what are all the technical, non-technical, and commercial data about mm -hmm. those products, counterparties, and contracts Yeah. so that the customer can make the most informed decision. Yeah, yeah. but so how are you acquiring that data? So we work with the suppliers. So we have over 30 um, template contracts available and over 30 suppliers representing 90% of the U.S. solar supply that are working with us. And so we try and get data from them on at least a twice-month basis, and the technology actually enables them to self-update and then allows us to see what's, what's up-to-date and what's out-of-date. Um, and then we have a big team that's aggregating that data. I mean, that's what we're trying to do. We think... It doesn't make, there's 300 IPPs buying modules at scale in the U.S. It doesn't make sense for every one of them to aggregate data from 30 plus suppliers. So we're like, let's do that for the whole industry. So there's some people power, but we also use technology and we do rely on the supplier's cooperation. But in exchange for that, we give a lot of value to the suppliers because through the supplier side of the app, they get like market intelligence. They can see, hey, where, they can't see anybody else's price. Everything's confidential, but they can see, hey, where do I stack up? Why am I winning or losing? How does my product compare to others based on efficiency? How do, my, how do my warranty terms compare to others? How do my payment terms compare to others? They can't see exactly how they line up against any individual, but in aggregate, they can understand both technically and commercially where do they line up in the market. And the suppliers need that data, and it's really hard for them to get it. The Clean Power Hour is brought to you by CPS America the maker of North America's number one three-phase string inverter, with over six gigawatts shipped in the U.S. The CPS America product lineup includes three-phase string inverters ranging from 25 to 275 kW. Their flagship inverter, the CPS 250-275, is designed to work with solar plants ranging from 2 megawatts to 2 gigawatts. The 250-275 pairs well with CPS America's exceptional data communication, controls, and energy storage solutions. 
Go to chintpowersystems.com to find out more. So how did you think of this idea? What, what, what was the, uh, the aha moment? Well, yeah, it came, we started thinking about this back in 2020 when we were actually doing some strategic work on our EPC business. And what we realized was that the market had totally changed. So when we started doing commercial EPC work, IPPs bought their modules from the EPCs, right? It was a turnkey contract that included modules, racking, inverters, and all the services. But that market had flipped. And by 2020, the IPPs were already mostly starting to buy their own modules. So that was interesting to us because we had actually at Borrego had, had an IPP. We were also a developer. And what, um, and what we realized was that an IPP is a different buyer. And an IPP doesn't just care about lowest price, but they actually want best value. They want the most MPV or IRR. And so we realized that at what was formerly New Leaf, we had developed these algorithms and technology to be able to evaluate large number of modules based on lifetime MPV. And so we're like, oh, we have these algorithms. There's a market demand. Let's put these things together. And that became the basis for ANZA. You're using some acronyms I'm not familiar with. So let's, oh, yeah, sure. let's break that down for yeah, our listeners. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, so net present value is a way of measuring. Okay, I'm familiar all, with that. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah. But but there was a couple other ones there. I'm not sure. So oh, I talked fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so IRR internal rate of return. So that's sure. a measurement of. Um, and so you're actually you're actually providing those statistics. What we do on a product by product basis. We do, but we focus not on giving them an absolute number. What we can show them is for 30 different plus products. What are the differences, our expected differences in net present value or internal rate of return? So that's what we do. But we bake that all into our number, which is, we call it effective dollar per watt. And we're trying to get the industry to say like, you know what? Dollar per watt is not the most meaningful number because it doesn't take into account differences in performance. It doesn't take into account differences in installation costs. So effective dollar per watt is our way of like, let's put everything into one number and we can show you when you consider everything and you look at the lifetime value of this product, how do these products differ? Yeah. Yeah. And what is, uh, well, what are your early customers saying? What is their experience? And can you talk about what is the cost of the platform? Yeah, sure. So we've had great early traction. So we have over 60 customers who have already bought with uh, assistance from Anza engaging us for their procurement. In 2022, um, we assisted on over a gigawatt of procurement. We expect to do over two gigawatts this year. Um, we've also launched our storage app. Um, so early results have been great. Um, our, we charge, we do charge a small uh, dollar per watt fee on the procurement engagements for DG projects. It's, it's, it's low, like it's like probably one to two cents. And for when you get up in the utility sale, it gets into the tenths of a cent. So um, we're, we're trying to make sure that our, our fee is not uh, an obstacle because we generate a multiple value on the fee. Yeah. So it's modules and storage right now. Modules and storage. And on the storage side, we're mostly focused on the DC block architecture. So DC block versus AC block. So AC blocks a fully integrated product like what you buy from Fluence or Rutsilia or Tesla. And then DC block, meaning we're 
helping customers buy a product from the module, the, the battery module makers, and then helping them do integration with a inverter and a um, an energy management system, the software that wraps the whole thing together. Yeah. Yeah. So that's even quite a bit more complicated, it right? It is more complicated, <laughs> and for storage... We provide more of, we call it like, in, we can provide like integration light services. We're helping them bring those uh, systems together, helping them develop and execute their commissioning plans. So we have customers, though, who just want to help us help them navigate to the best DC block purchase, and we'll do that. Um, and then we have other customers who say they need more support, and so we'll help them actually through the project execution. We're not an EPC. We're not, a, we're not acting as a professional engineer, but our team has done over 55 storage projects. We took the whole storage. We bought as part of, when we bought Anza from Borrego, we bought the whole storage team that had done all Borrego storage projects. So we have a tremendous amount of storage experience. And, and what is the MO of a, of a typical customer? Like how big, how, how many megawatts of projects are they doing in order to kind of really benefit from your services? So our average deal size is 10 megawatts. Our biggest deal is 400 megawatts. So that's the range. Um, we've done projects down to one megawatt. You know, obviously, the, the, you're maybe going to do a little less analysis at a megawatt than you do at 400. Um, but customers benefit from the full range. And we even have EPCs who work with us who maybe are less concerned about you know, lifetime value, but do you want to understand, hey, what are all the product options available? And maybe they're not able to get the direct attention from the sales forces from the vendors um, and also understand, hey, what are the differences in installation costs that I'm likely to see? So, um, but most of our customers are IPPs who are either in the utility scale market or that middle market community solar large DG market. That's kind of our sweet spot. You said IPPs? Sorry, independent power producers. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. we haven't so, worked a lot with regulated utilities yet, but we're open to it. We yeah. just haven't, haven't yeah. done much yet. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, is there anything else uh, that our listeners should know that they may not know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just encourage people, if you're at all interested, you can go to anzarenewables.com, and the platform's actually free to register for and play with, and you can put projects in there. And you get a lot of data intelligence for free, so I encourage you to do that. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was a great discussion. Yeah, thanks for your questions. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Mike Hall with Anza. The Clean Power Hour is brought to you by Dina Watts. If you're a solar PV asset manager or performance engineer, you need better data and better business intelligence. With Dina Watts digital twin benchmarking technology, you get more accurate, efficient, and faster performance measurement results. The fourth-generation Dino recently completed a technical review by DNV. You can download the report at dinowatts.com. That's D-E-N-O-W-A-T-T-S dot com. Now back to the show. I want to remind our listeners that they can find all of our content at cleanpowerhour.com. Give us a rating and a review on Apple and Spotify. Tell your friends about the show. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I love hearing from my listeners. And please... Let's grow solar and storage. I'm Tim Montague. Take care. Hey, listeners. This is Tim. I want to give a shout out to all of you. I do this for you twice a week. Thank you for being here. Thank you for giving 
us your time. I really appreciate you and what you're all about. Uh, you are part and parcel of the energy transition, whether you're an energy professional today or an aspiring energy professional. So thank you. I want to let you know that the Clean Power Hour has launched a listener survey, and it would mean so much to me if you would go to cleanpowerhour.com, click on the About Us link right there on the main navigation that takes you to the About page, and you'll see a big graphic, Listener Survey. Just click on that graphic, and it takes just a couple of minutes If you fill out the survey, I will send you a lovely baseball cap with our logo on it. The other thing I want our listeners to know is that this podcast is made possible by corporate sponsors. Um, We have two wonderful sponsors today, Chin Power Systems, the leading three-phase string inverter manufacturer in North America, and Dina Watts, a performance monitoring platform for utility scale solar. So check out CPS America and Dina Watts. But we are very actively looking for additional support to make this show work. And you see here our media kit with all the sponsor benefits and statistics about the show. You know, we're dropping two episodes a week. We have now over 320,000 downloads on YouTube And we're getting about 45,000 downloads per month. So this is a great way to bring your brand to our listeners. And our listeners are decision makers in clean energy. This includes project executives, engineers, finance, project management, and many other professionals who are making decisions about and developing, designing, installing, and making possible clean energy projects. So Check out cleanpowerhour.com, both our listener survey on the About Us and our media kit, and become a sponsor today. Thank you so much. Let's grow solar and storage. The Clean Power Hour is brought to you by CPS America, the maker of North America's number one three-phase string inverter. With over six gigawatts shipped in the U.S., the CPS America product lineup includes three-phase string inverters ranging from 25 to 275 kW. Their flagship inverter, the CPS 250-275, is designed to work with solar plants ranging from 2 megawatts to 2 gigawatts. The 250-275 pairs well with CPS America's exceptional data communication, controls, and energy storage solutions. Go to chintpowersystems.com to find out more.